0: Hi everybody, this is John Fusco from No Film School, and boy do we have a really great podcast for you today. During our extensive coverage of the Toronto International Film Festival last month, I got a chance to sit down with Antonio Campos and Craig Sfilovich, fresh off a screening of their fantastic biopic, Christine. The film tells the tragic story of Christine Chubbuck, a 1970s news reporter whose mental illness led her to commit suicide on live television. This is the first film Campos has directed outside of his borderline film collective, and he admits while the partnership with screenwriter Craig Svilovich may have started off rocky, it blossomed into a wonderful collaboration. We talked about how friction, confrontation, and ultimately acceptance between a screenwriter and director are perhaps the most important ingredients to a successful artistic partnership. There's some really great advice in here, and it was an awesome experience to sit down with two incredibly humble, down-to-earth filmmakers who are so clearly on top of their game. I can only hope you enjoy our conversation half as much as I enjoyed leading it. Here it is. I'm gonna ask you guys to uh, introduce yourselves to, uh, so our audience can be familiar with your voices. Starting with you, Antonio. Hi,
1: uh, I'm Antonio Campos. Uh, I am the director of Christine. I'm Craig Shilowich. I'm the
2: screenwriter and one of the producers of Christine.
0: So, I was just saying that we'd uh, like to sort of focus this podcast. Um, on the collaboration between a director and a screenwriter, since I have you both here. Do you want to talk a little bit about your process? I guess um, maybe from the get-go, from the creation of the script, were you involved, Antonio, or were you brought on? I, up I wasn't
1: involved in the creation of the script. I was certainly involved in the development um, when I came on. Um, but Craig had been writing the script and gone through many iterations of it um, before I came on. and. And but from I would say, from when I came on to when we started shooting, the script didn't change um, drastically there were just certain things I think that in the process of working together we found together and um, and uh, uh, things that i um, I might have a, a visual language that I might have started to form um, in in the scripts uh, but maybe Craig, what do you think Do you remember yeah, I mean I was like
2: working alone on this thing for probably three or four years like from when I like had an idea that I wanted to do this and then uh till I when I had a draft Mm -hmm. uh that I felt good about and then I started showing around um and then it was probably like eight months before after that until Antonio and I connected so there was a lot of just me you know like alone in a dark room type of a thing and it's weird to develop that intense sort of like relationship with a project and then to invite someone else aboard who's clearly going to have like their own ideas and impulses and stuff and it was nice that we were pretty in step like from the get-go but I first of all I was also a first-time screenwriter like mm-hmm. writing this thing so the sort of giving up this this project to both Antonio and the actors and then ultimately to everyone else involved that was like a learning process for me that wasn't always fun
0: or pleasant but no. it was like it was an education for sure and I think I got better at it you know as it went on what would you say some of the things that you learned in that uh, transition were giving it up um what did I learn what, what <laughs> did you learn, what did you learn? Uh,
2: that it's that everyone is trying to help like every step of the way and you always have to remember that and there's always always like literally always something good in every piece of criticism coming your way um even if it's not what they're saying it is that you still there's something underneath of it um and that when someone is presenting you with an idea or like a problem it, they might not have the right solution, but there's, if, if one or, or, or certainly if multiple people are saying the same thing, there's, you owe it to yourself in the project to like, take a look at that. And I think the gut impulse, especially first time out is to like defend your work totally. yeah. and explain why this needs to happen and opening yourself up to, um, criticism and new ideas and, and not only opening yourself up to it, but learning that it's valuable is, uh, that was, I had to learn that I'd never done that before. Totally. So, um, and and Tony and I refined the script over and over and over and over again. Like he said, it wasn't drastically different from when we met to when we filmed it. But like scene to scene, it it it's. I went back recently before this festival and like looked at what I had written. And if we had just filmed that, it would not have been passable like mm-hmm. as a movie. Like mm-hmm. the characters just like weren't quite there yet. It wasn't it wasn't credible. And uh, we made it. Credible without making big dramatic yeah. shifts to anything, and yeah. that's that's in a way tougher work mm-hmm. actually. Um, is it still, feel? Yeah. No, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, you can go. No, no, because I was going to say because the script was because I remember when I read the script, I really loved the script. It wasn't like I read the script and was like, oh man, this is going to be a lot of work. It was more like I read the script and I was like, oh, this is a, this is awesome. Um, oh and these are things that I see we could do here or there and and then and then I had I had an opinion about where things were and you know I think that we had you know it was my first time working with a writer Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a new process for me too and um, and understanding uh, you know Craig Craig understanding you know that when people were putting people's inputs wasn't wasn't an attack on the work but more of like Uh, reflection of what they like Mm -hmm. and what they want and sometimes if what uh, another person likes and wants um, coincides with your vision then then that's where you get the the good stuff um sometimes their ideas are better than your ideas and you have to accept that and the beauty is you take the credit for and ultimately in the end so um it's your job it's your job is really a sort of decision maker at times mm-hmm. um not the creator always but the decision one the one that says like okay the gatekeeper kind of but um but as a director working with a writer you know it was, it was learning a per, learn, learning process for me too and knowing that um if Craig was being defensive, it was because he was going through something and, and that I had to sort of respect the fact that this was his thing, mm-hmm. that I was coming in, you know, I was coming in, I was coming into something and taking on a, 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 an ownership control position, but I hadn't been with it for nearly as long as Craig. I mean, you know, years less than Craig had been with it. So, um, you know, it's it's acknowledging that and and also sort of and respecting that and knowing that, you know, at times you get into you you get into conversations where it's like the writer goes, you know, I I did that, I tried that. And um and and then you have to sort of you have a level of trust and go, okay, well it doesn't work. You talk it out and then it doesn't work, it doesn't work and you move on. And that's the only way that you can actually, I think, um eventually actually get to make a movie is because you have to you have to know when you go to, like, abandon certain ideas and to, to like, pursue others because, you know, there's just too many suggestions and things that are coming up. So you're to say, okay, well, we tried that, try that, move on, move on, you know. Um, but it was, it was a process for me, too.
0: So uh, n- you've been on both sides, obviously, um, as a screenwriter and a director. Can you give an example of sort of, like, what a bad note would be to give in a collaboration? Or... It- something that would be like a negative way to collaborate in a sense it seems like you two found a great way to give notes to each Uh, other we did over time it
2: was not easy in the beginning no no it was like really rough for a while we fought a lot Yeah, but also that was like the flip side of what we're saying where you have to like open yourself up and you have to be um, willing to expand the thing that that you made and incorporate other viewpoints. Another thing I learned, uh, and that was really cool with me and Antonio, is we were very good at shooting each other's bad ideas down. Which then that's a fine line too. Mm-hmm. It's like because you do you don't want to be defensive all the time, but you also do want to prevent bad stuff from yeah. going in the movie. And that <laughs> cut both ways. Like both yep. of us had to constantly be like, "I'm sorry, man, but that is not going to work like for right, this movie, right. and here's why." And that's that's as important. As the opposite, yeah. Because like keeping the shitty stuff that doesn't quite work out, and being aware of it and being okay with vocalizing it. Because it's after a certain point of working on the project, you're you're just your your guard drops, and like you just kind of want the thing to be done, you know. Yeah. And it's very easy to just be like, all right, let's put in that scene that I know doesn't work, but <laughs> to like shut you up basically. And he and I never let each other do that. And that was yeah. that was. Cool to see, and I think like a little jarring for the people working around us, because um, it, it I think on the outside maybe looked like excessive like negativity, but right. I think I was like I think that was like important yeah. work, yeah,
1: yeah, and also like if, if I said to you know, and and that's and th- that's the other important thing about collaboration is that like as as shitty as confrontation is, it's a necessary part for any sort of relationship to um, become a meaningful one. If you kind of have like a pleasant relationship with someone. Um, Yeah, it's pleasant, but then you kind of skirt around things and you don't actually get... The the confrontation is where you actually go, okay, so this is a real friendship because we can get through these kind of like things where we like, yeah, we, sh- we shit on each other's ideas or we're, we're um, you know, we can get mad at each other and then come out of it. You know, those are, that's like what makes a friendship, not like everything going well all the time. Right. And it's that process of the friction sometimes is where the good stuff comes because you can, you can end up like, you can, the, the, these kind of things where you're like, you start off and you're like having this kind of like, no, but I don't, I don't think that's working. And the other person goes, but that's not going to work because of this. And then you kind of start slowly getting on the same page and then it turns into, but wait, but then we could do, okay. But then, and then it's like all of a sudden the, 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 the energy vibe yeah, of, it 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 goes in the other direction and it it's amazing. And those kind of come, and then you end a conversation, you're like, oh, that idea wouldn't have come if we didn't sort of like, butt heads a little butt bit. Heads, yeah. Yeah. And so that's, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, after this experience and having written, I I'd much rather work with a writer than alone mm-hmm. I, and if, you know if it was gonna and writing again I'd much rather work with a partner um, because it's just the whole process of filmmaking is inherently collaborative and it's nice when
2: you know it, it's not it's not just collaborative on set right I learned that same lesson like I, I will try to involve a director earlier and I will look forward to that work again I didn't come out of this thinking like well they they, they, they ruined the script or like that was miserable in my vision and all like it's a total collaboration and it was like a pleasure to watch it just
0: get better through that work so I I'm glad that that was my, the takeaway for me too. So then Antonio how did any of those discussions did any of those discussions lead to sort of discoveries for you as far as the visual look of the piece? Yeah,
1: yeah I think that you know the thing with um, screenplay is that directors kind of overlook sometimes is that writers are writing in visual cues Mm -hmm. and directors can get hung up on their own ideas that they don't even read the description sometimes just like reading the dialogue and you're like getting hung up on your um, your vision of the scene but then there are like little things um, throughout like very specific cues visual cues that are in In the writing, um, pointing your gaze to one thing or another, or one place or another, Um, and so Craig was very, very good at at injecting those things when, when the things that he saw. You know, Um, there was a lot of things that were still open for interpretation, but there was when Craig had a specific visual um, in mind that was important to the storytelling, Um, and that was written out. Yeah, well, I mean, like, or, or just, like, I'm trying to remember exactly an, an example, but, like, if you're, if, if in the telling of a, a is the, the scene, in a scene, um, there might be a description that is about how she's interacting with something or what she's looking at or what she's touching that is something that is being placed there for a reason. Um, and sometimes as a director you might just get uh, caught up with other things about the scene Mm -hmm. or a a, a tone of the scene and lose sight of the narrative of the scene and the and how the scene falls into a bigger um, the the bigger picture you know because you can get so caught up in um, directing the scene you know directing the scene Um, so you know Craig is very 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 precise as a storyteller. So if anything is in the script, it's in there for a reason and it's very um it's like been obsessed about for mm-hmm. a long time. Um so I guess in in a sense, though I'm not answering it specifically, I am saying that the writer is is also um in his own way, he's starting the process
2: of uh, the, the the shot listing mm-hmm. the but then that's also work that continues in addition to like working with the characters and you know reworking the story and stuff Antonio would want to incorporate his specific vision for the for the movie it was like small stuff and as the writer at first i was like why are we getting hum- hung up on you know the color of this or the color of that it just, it doesn't matter and i was wrong i like realized <laughs> through the course of it that that was just like a wrong way to look at it for a variety of reasons one like that is how antonio or a director like gets their hand on it, and like, you know, you say someone's name three times, you remember it, like, by putting their own thing into the script so that they can see it and read it, it's a way of actually, like, literally connecting with it and making it feel like their own, and then also... Uh, and I'm like a producer so I should have known this like the script is literally the blueprint for for making the movie it's something that 70, 100 people are going to look at and if that thing isn't in there it's not going to end up in the movie Mm -hmm. like uh, everybody looks at it to a point where it's annoying on set they're like well it says in the script that you know the chicken has a red like (laughs) boot on like we get the chicken with the red boot and everyone's like what are we talking about why are we talking about the chicken with the red boot but um, it's, it's important from a practical perspective to incorporate that stuff because because that's the stuff they have to run out and, you know, spend money and buy. And right. then um, also there it's it, also just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not important. So this thing where Antonio was talking about, I, w- I wouldn't put something in unless I'd obsessed over it. Um, and I would I would always say, like, why, Antonio, why are we putting that in? Like, why does it have to be there? And a couple of times I could just tell that he needed it and that uh, I had to trust him. And then seeing us make it, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what was going on there. And I'll, I'll tell you the big example I can think of so if you've seen the movie there's a scene where she's sitting in a car with George Mm -hmm. uh, before they go into the gymnasium and Tony really wanted to write into the script that cars were pulling into the parking lot and like the lights were flashing over them and it was like enhancing Christine's confusion Mm and I was like it's clear as day Christine is confused I don't understand why this is happening Um, why do we have to work on this (laughs) can't we work on another scene And at a certain point he was like this is important let's write it in please just do it for me. Shut the fuck up. Just like put it in the script. And then when we shot that scene, first of all, all the cars, you know, had to like show up and be there and we had to be prepared to drive them. And the props guy had to like do that. And then seeing the effect of it though, I was like, this is essential to the, like the tone of the scene. Um, of course, that should be like an element of the script. And, and in the end, it was like hard work either for me to do. So like, why was I bucking against that? Um, but like, I, I am happy to admit, <laughs> you know, like fault and like having learned from from that kind of the stuff, um, but yeah, that's like now
0: one of my favorite scenes in the movie for yeah. that like, for that reason. No, absolutely, I mean the that visual image just heightens the tension and. Also up until that point you think they're like maybe on a date and then yeah, yeah. it's weird that all of these yeah. headlights yeah. started coming in yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool very interesting yeah. Yeah. so uh, i guess we're going to have to wrap things up here but i'm going to finish off with one question that i'd like to ask everybody and that's if you had any advice for young filmmakers or emerging filmmakers um trying to get into this what would you say uh, i would say um i would say that uh your career
1: is long, and uh, and it doesn't happen the same for everyone. And um, it's it's easy to lose sight of that. Um, but if you if you're committed and you believe um, that this is what you're supposed to do, uh, it may take it may take one year, it may take twenty years, but you have to kind of commit to it mm-hmm. and, and and believe that there is no other thing
2: that you should be doing, or you know, yeah that's it and craig uh yeah trust your instincts about your your own work and if you think something is good like really just gr- grind until you get it out there because no one's going to make that project but you but on the flip side know that you're there's going to be like a learning period like i wrote a number of scripts before i wrote christine and mm-hmm. i never showed them to anyone and never will and i just <laughs> trusted that you know they weren't good enough to, to go out there like i had taste so trust your taste like that's th- in the end that's all you have is like your taste is like a filmmaker and that it has to continue to apply to like your own work too so just yeah be in touch with yourself and uh, don't force it if it's not coming and when it's there like just
0: do it so then i have one follow-up question uh for you craig actually just because you said earlier that this was the first screenplay that you've ever this is your first screenplay that you've put out um how is producing that? Would, would you say that's a good sort of strategy for first-time screenwriters to go out and Well, try if you're writing your own
2: script and, like, you, you're going to... And if it's something like this that doesn't have just uh, very easy-to-see market appeal, yeah. you have to be a producer on your own project. And I'm sure... sure. But, also, but you're also, Craig
1: should say that he has produced extensively yeah. in the past. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not just...
2: So, so he literally could wear two hats confidently. Right. Yeah. So and not everyone can do that, but it, and but I I would recommend it for sure. It was like a little bit of a like a like a head fuck like mm-hmm. doing both at times, but um I would do it again for sure because it was ultimately like once Tony and I got on the same page, once we started making the movie and I could just like produce for him like with our friend Melody, mm-hmm. it, we were pretty in sync actually and I just became a servant, you know, like of the movie, but mm-hmm. um but it, yeah they're, they're totally dueling headspaces to be in and it, it was i had to learn how to do it like kind of on the fly yeah um but yeah i mean any, any project that you're like originating if it's going to be an independent film in some sense you're going to have to be like a like a producer on it like tony was a producer on all of his movies yeah. no one's going to get those going you know but you
0: cool well great guys thanks yeah. for, thank you time. So much thanks for having awesome. us <laughs> all right thank you man till the next one For all of our No Film School podcasts, be sure and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever audio platform you're using. Christine hits theaters this Friday, and I highly recommend that everyone check it out. We'll be back on Thursday for another installment of Indie Film Weekly, and two weeks from today, be sure and come back for another podcast interview with two directors from Netflix's upcoming season of Black Mirror. If you liked this podcast, please go to the iTunes store and show a little love, and if you like me, you can follow me on Twitter at Jim underscore John underscore Jim. Until Thursday, thanks for listening and have a good week.